Metalocalypse, the death of Superman lives, what happened, and currently the host of Collider Heroes, and Matt Walker, head writer of the Nighttime Show. I'm your guest host, Robbie Carlisle, and here we have the awesome, the amazing, the Stephen Kramer Glickman! Hey! <laughs> you're the Stephen Kramer Glickman now. Robbie, you're so funny as the guest, <laughs> as the guest announcer. You sound like you're, you sound like the, like you're announcing the news at a summer camp. Like that's just, <laughs> I feel like we're at summer over the PA, camp and you're just yeah. over the PA, like that wet hot American summer character. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah? I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That guy. That's who you sound like, and it's adorable. <laughs> it's really, really sweet. I'm happy that you're here. Mike Black, uh, hopefully, will be joining us uh, sometime this evening. Our dear friend Mike Robbie, how are you, man? I'm pretty good. Uh, I didn't get pulled over, so that was great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's Is that great. unusual for you to not get pulled over? Well, uh, I got pulled over like uh, two weeks ago for not wearing my seatbelt. Why weren't you wearing your seatbelt? Well, that, that's what the police officer asked me, and I just said, look at me. Yeah, like wear it, your seatbelt. Well, wear no, like, your seatbelt, Robbie. Where are you no, going? <laughs> What's wrong with You're you? You're wedged in there. Well, like the thing was, like <laughs> I, I told him, if I die in a car crash, that's kind of like a mercy no, killing. No, the problem is you <laughs> might you might become a projectile and kill some poor innocent person walking by. Uh, you can't get thrown out of the car. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you'll hit somebody else, and then that poor bastard dies because of your carelessness. Yeah. Well, I didn't get a ticket because uh, apparently he agreed with me that like me. Did dying- you get his number? Maybe he was hitting on you. Maybe. Uh, Did you show him, like, your boobs? I I tried to. He just said, put that down, sir. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Well, wear your seatbelt, man. You should. Yeah, wear you your seatbelt. always wear all the time. your seatbelt. Wow, you never wear your seatbelt. I never, <laughs> ever wear my seatbelts. What's up with Almost. fat guys not wearing their seatbelts? You know, I don't the get new, it. New cars make it's you feel in. weird about it because they start beeping. They yeah. tell you, like, no, motherfucker, yeah. put on the seatbelt. Like, put it on. They put should. It on, put it on. Put it on. And guilt trip like, you into it. Yeah, they guilt trip you. Yeah, I know. You know what my mom used to do? My mom used to do this. We were driving in the car. She would slam on the brakes if I wasn't wearing oh my. I do that to you. I did that to you, you yesterday. You do that to me, and I slam my face right into the <laughs> yeah. into your dashboard. Yeah. Wow. And you wow. think you'd learn, but then again today, no, no seatbelt. Still no seatbelt. It's I'm, uncomfortable. I'm the worst. Sometimes John, I get into a lift, and then I don't have. I don't put on the seatbelt right away. Yeah. And I just see how good they are as a driver. But then I put on the seatbelt. But sometimes <laughs> I'm just like I'm cool, and I'm just not. If I'm ever in a right car away. with Steven, yeah. with him driving, I put on three seatbelts. I'm like, give me all the seatbelts <laughs> in the back seat. They pull those well, over he's too. Very distracted by the cell phone. I'm always. Oh, he's the worst. Like he's I'm the worst phone. driver. He's looking at me while talking. Don't fucking look at me. No, look yeah, at no, the look. Constantly yeah. looking at this you. This isn't a fucking movie. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like I'm like, talking to you. I feel like the car is up like on one of those lifts. That's right. Just driving. That's how I feel. But then I'm also in reality. I'm like, we're fucking gonna die. Sure. But I understand. You're not that bad. Movies no, no, no. No, I'm no, he is. Bad. You're bad, I'm very bad. At I'll no. remind you, but like, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That's right. No, he's the worst no, driver I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I'm a Hands very... down, the worst. I've been to Asia. I've seen Asian <laughs> drivers in Asia. He's worse no, than dude, all of I've them. Ha- I've had worse drivers than him. I had a dude just like fucking gliding towards cars. I'm like, dude. That's like, what he does. No, no, no. This guy, I swear to God, Steve, I've been the, in worse car drivers. You know, there's lane markers. Drivers. Lane markers to Steven are just a suggestion. It's 100% true. It's a guideline. I'm not good at it. I Look, there are things I'm good at making conversation. I will not you know? say you're the worst. Doing, I'm, giving hugs. I'm saying he's the worst. Right. Hands down, the worst. That's worst not, driver uh, in America, I, Stephen I will, Glickman. I will find worst drivers, and at some time in the future on this show, we <laughs> Come will back, put we can have a debate. people 
in cars. We'll have a yeah. debate. We'll we'll do a, a test. Yeah. We'll send them both out in a driver's we'll test. Film we'll it film it with GoPros. We'll put it on the live nighttime show. I love it. And we'll see how it goes. That sounds yeah. terrific. We just have like that. LAPD with evidence. Wow. For how to take your driver's <laughs> license away. Why bring in the cops? We're doing <laughs> some illegal shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have GoPros <laughs> and having them drive on particular, just worse. Like, drive worse than you normally This is do. when we found yeah. out Robbie's a narc. That's right. Yeah. right, right? Uh, one time I was driving in the car. One time I was driving in the car and I was on my, uh, on my cell phone. And a uh, cop pulls me over and he goes, he pulls me over and he goes, uh, he goes, sir, um, you're not allowed to talk on your cell phone. And I go, that's still a thing? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it's still a thing. You can't talk on uh, your cell phone. He goes, sir, please step out of the vehicle. <laughs> I go, step out of the vehicle. What did I like? What do I, what did I do? He goes, just step out of the vehicle, sir. He goes, is there anything dangerous in your car I should know about? I go, no, there's nothing dangerous. <laughs> Reaches around in my car, pulls out a, a fake, a fake police badge. Okay, <laughs> well, that's like on the thing. It was from mm-hmm. a prop. A sure, from a, a police guys. This short that I did mm-hmm. pulls it out. He goes, what's this? I go, I don't know. It's a, it's a prop from a, a, a short film that I did. He goes. Anything else in here I should know about? I go, no, 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 it's fine. He reaches it around, reaches around, it pulls out a, a, blackjack. a blackjack, like a police baton that's like one of those, like Extending. you press a button and oh, extends. Nice. Illegal. I always illegal. wanted one of those yeah. when I was a kid. He goes, where the hell is this? This is completely illegal. I go, I bought it on Hollywood Boulevard. He goes, I don't care where you bought it. I go, I bought it in a store, like in Hollywood. How can this be illegal? He goes, you can't have this. Yeah. You're not allowed to have this. <laughs> Did he take it? He goes, you, I'm going to put it in your trunk. Okay, I'm like, okay. And then he goes, is there anything else did, I did should know the, about? Did you have the throwing I go, I go, I go no, 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 wait. I, go, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. He opens my trunk, and he sticks the thing in, and he, the the billy club thing that he puts in my trunk hits my siren that was in my trunk. That was a, It was part of the uh, the megaphone that I had. Mm-hmm. So it just goes, boo, <laughs> boo. Wow. And he just looks at me, and he's like, Oh my God! We're impounding your car right now. Didn't you also have like I was like what? what? They fucking impounded. Didn't you my have really? ninja stars yep. in there too? I had ninja stars. I had God, Batman ninja stars. Where they were shaped like the so bat. You almost symbol. got away. It was and like you the had third playing card. Yeah, if if I would, if there would have been one more thing in the car, if there had been like yeah. some, like a fake gun or something, I'm not Robbie. Okay, I don't have yeah. a fake gun in my car. Right, but if you I have a fake gun in your car, Robbie? no, I don't have a okay. fake gun you in my car. You do have a you. I know any the, cops listening you, to this podcast, have, like, pull I, Robbie over. Okay, yeah. Robbie, listen, Robbie, a thousand times worse than what I did. Robbie did a prank where uh, they oh decided God. to pretend that that the Uber car that they had rented was a getaway car. Okay, mm-hmm. so they filmed it from like from like two cars over, and uh, they they come running out, and they tried first with what like a baseball bat or they had something. We, what we did you had have? we had fake knives. You had fake knives, right? Yeah. And the guy wasn't impressed. The guy wasn't impressed, yeah. right? He was like, "Go, go, go!" Right? And the Uber driver. It's L.A. and he's like, right. He's like, uh, whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Care. No big deal. Yeah. So then they got a new Uber driver, and then they got a plastic handgun. No, it was metal. It was a it was metal. A metal hand, wow. Yeah. A metal handgun. Like it looked and felt like a real gun. Yep. Yeah. So they they go in the store and they come running out with ski masks on, and the Indian, the, it was an Indian yeah. fellow, <laughs> got so scared he fell down into the street. And what? was like, oh, no, please, no, please, no, please. And Robbie's like, no, 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 it's a prank. It's a prank. It's just it's a just prank, bro. It's just a prank. Yeah, so that's he broke a good, character. 
Well, I mean, like after like he started running yeah. away, saying they're stealing. This is why Robbie's not getting any, any roles. It, it, I would never break character. Yeah. <laughs> Damn okay, it, Robbie! Pull your shit you together, can't Robbie. This is why you're not on television. Really you break character. On, you can't keep it together. Not. Disappointing stories. If you're gonna get a gun, you have to go through with it. Yeah, why yeah. go like thirty-eight yeah. percent? Like you went, you the one guy didn't go for it. You're like, get another car, and then you fucked that one up. Yeah, no, I'm just. You got the guy crying outside. You should have been get the fuck back in the car with your fake gun. Yeah. That's the way to do well, it. We, we, yeah. we should have. And um, then you tell him later after you get all the fucking juice out. You know. That's the well, way he, to do here's it. the terrible thing is that uh, I'm now like banned from Lyft. <laughs> of course, that's of course not a terrible are. thing. Apparently, well, they that's can rate. Not a they can thing. rate the people. Like, <laughs> yeah. they can rate their passengers. And you're a zero. Worst, yes, right. they're worst, like you're negative zero. Pulled a fake gun yeah. on me. If they see your face, you instantly like a weird fucking metal stain fucking piss comes on yeah. they're like no no yeah. yeah actually it says no no <laughs> not today um never we love roasting robbie and giving robbie shit uh, uh yes. but you know who loves roasting me is tony hinchcliffe one mm-hmm. of the great roasters in this uh did a great job on amazing. the how many was it it was like 18 or 19 and that's just in the counts? first three minutes wow yeah there's way lot. more than that let's uh let's play um uh, a clip from the nighttime show this is tony hinchcliffe Roasting me on the show, I believe. With Tony Hinchcliffe. Did you dress like that on purpose? You look like you went in for an audition for Colonel Sanders and just ate all the chicken. Instead of actually... Look at you. Look what you look like. I love that you're sponsored by Fireball. That's amazing. I love that Fireball and Butterball have come together. Subway? Right? 
Jared from Subway got caught having sex with it. By the way, you must be in heaven with all these jelly beans everywhere. Can I tell you that? Was this, was this your own idea? What did you say? Jelly beans everywhere? And a fucking giant donut? Like, how many times have you tried to take a bite out of your own cycle? Is it alright if I just roast you my entire set and you just keep going? This is what you get. You look like a bleached whale. Bleached whale. That's a 2016 white suit take on bleached whale. Oh, my God. Yeah, he just, he laid into me real hard. It was great. God bless him. I love the fact that, like, he was distracted by, like, Jared Fogle having sex with kids, and you and Jelly Beans was just so much more funny. Yeah, he just like started. He he would start jokes and then he would just go. You know what? Fuck it. I just gotta keep going. After <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which was nice. He was, <laughs> a was sitting target. He would just I say really a couple was. things and he looked back at you. And say, I got another one for you. You should just like be on his Netflix special. Like it would be. Uh, uh, it would be uh, the uh, best. Just Netflix sit in the front row and just yeah. let him attack me. That's yeah. exactly. that's what you did with Jeffrey Ross's that's special. That's what I did with Jeff Ross's. <laughs> special. That's basically what you did. It's yeah. like your specialty. Jeff Ross roasted me at the end of No Offense, his uh, live nice. from New Jersey he for a good fifteen me. minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's how the special ends is him roasting me. It was great. Which it was, was very great. special. Speaking of Jared, uh, you heard he got his ass beat in prison, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he should get his ass beat yeah. in prison. This is just a preamble to what the rest of his life in prison is going to be. Yeah. Basically, just getting punched in the face repeatedly. God, it really is, man. It's a it's a real situation. Uh, wait, wait. Okay, before we continue, I got I to gotta say this. Matt, uh, I, I, uh, the other night I had a, uh, a fireball moment. and. What? uh well, what are you talking about? Oh, you know, a fireball moment. That's when you drink fireball whiskey and then you just have like, you know, a fireball moment <laughs> where like things, you know, suddenly get heightened. Everything gets better. Everything gets more mm-hmm. intense and crazier. You ever, you ever, you ever drink fireball whiskey? That's, that's like what it's happens. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the best. So <laughs> you uh, never know what'll happen if you drink fireball. You, you really don't. You really don't. And so here's what happened is I was sitting at the beach. Um, we're, uh, we're hanging out at the beach. And um, I'm just sitting there, you know, waves are crashing on the sand. I had a little bonfire going. I'm having mm-hmm. a nice time, you know. That was a bird flying. <laughs> so I'm like sitting there. I'm having a nice time. I look out in the ocean, right? I'm roasting some marshmallows. I look out in the ocean. I had like two shots of fireball. I look out in the ocean and I see a whale. What kind of whale? It was like... A blue whale. It was enormous. Wow. Yeah, and its face, it's like head, its like face was coming out of the water, and I know this is gonna sound crazy, but this is after two two shots. Two shots, and I can see the blue. I can see the the not two bottles. Two shots. A blue whale, and its face is coming out of the water, and I know it's gonna sound crazy, but it totally spoke to me. Stephen. Stephen. Is that the whale? That was the whale, and I said, uh. Whale? Are you are you talking to me? Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Fernando the Whale. Wow, Fernando the Whale. Oh, yes. Would you like to come with me on an adventure? Sure, I would love to, Fernando. That sounds amazing. And then I climbed on top of mm-hmm. the whale. I swam out. I climbed on. I brought my bottle of fireball with me. I climb mm-hmm. on top of the whale. And, uh, Hold on to my snout. I will. Off oh, we go. my God. It's amazing. We're, wait, wait, wait. we're, we're in Did the, the whale ocean. Say, Hold on to his snout? Yeah, uh, spout. He said spout. Okay. Hold, Hold on, on to his spout. spout. <laughs> Here we go. Whoa. 
It's amazing. It's like um, we're we're flying through the ocean, and this this whale just moves so fast. I can see everything. Oh my god, I've never seen anything in my life. Stephen, let's fly through that old pirate ship. Oh, whoa! There's pirates on there, and I'm waving at them. Hi there. Who is that? It's uh, it's me, Stephen. My whale. It's me and my whale. Hi, pirates. Hey, get out of here, you two. Give us your gold. Yeah, give us your gold, stupid pirate. Okay, here you go. Sweet gold. Whoa. Wow, we got gold. And um and uh and so, so yeah, and so that's how I got all that gold. That's why I bought that new car. And that's your fireball moment. Yeah, man. Fireball, it really uh pays to have an adventure. Anyways, let's get back to the show. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we actually should do our favorite thing we do at every show. Uh it's called headlines. And um uh, where we talk about uh, things that are in the news. Uh, let's uh, let's do headlines. Headlines. Fucking headlines. Purple headlines. Headlines. Uh, All right. What's happening in the news right now, Matt? Well, uh, uh, the headline is Bye Bye Bikini Baristas, because in Torrance there was a bikini coffee shop that has now been closed. What? Sadly. Uh, I was looking for it. Fa- that's my favorite bikini because, coffee shop. Because <laughs> just like Starbucks doesn't use small, medium, and large, there they used A, B, C, and D cups. Oh, uh, God. Oh, clever. wow. That's clever. Oh, that's you gave me 30 seconds to write a joke. That's okay. what I came up I, with. I gave, no, 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 no. Tell me, tell me a little more. What else do we know about them? Uh, well, they had uh, marketing efforts where they had a sign, which was a mural of a woman bathing in a coffee cup. Uh, and they had a bounce house outside the coffee shop for what? I don't know what that has. This well, is, I guess they get the girls in bikinis to go bounce in there. Are you just kidding? Just for the, the fucking pathetic losers who like are, like can't wait for Hooters to wake up. You know, like, yeah. like I, I think so. I'm it's like the morning. Six in the morning, Hooters doesn't open till ten. I gotta see my women who are half naked serving me something. You know, it's uh, fucking weird. Uh, honestly, look, if, Mike if, Black needs something to do <laughs> in the morning. Hundred <laughs> percent. If that existed in Los Angeles, there would be a line a mile long. This is only 15 miles from Los Angeles yeah, where it was. It's not that far. No, that's Torrance, insane. In the South Bay. En- enough weirdos didn't drive to See, I, I didn't I hear so. about <laughs> it until after it closed. If I would have heard about it before, I would have gone down there and checked it out. Yeah, come on. Why not? You pay for a little extra something something, and by something something, I mean coffee cake. <laughs> because it's, all right, forget it. Not enough you know dedicated. To tell you the A, B, C, and D cup barista. was better than the coffee all cake. Right, a, B, all right, C, D cup is a lot better. Right. <laughs> was, was there milk for the coffee? Bam. Oh, oh wow, Robbie, yeah. Robbie, you have to make it gross, didn't well, you? It's not gross. Have to get There's gross, a mother's Robbie. milk special. <laughs> uh, where's my milf special? Uh, what I, else I you got? Oh. Well, uh, a no. man who uh, was recently arrested for using a rattlesnake as a weapon. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> What? This and sounds like has, something John Schnepp would do. John, and is this previously, you would do? I wish I thought of this. Oh uh, he's in Arizona, of course. Arizona. It's yeah. one of the places. Where, I mean, where else do you find a rattlesnake who uses a Quakers, weapon? Yeah. Florida. Uh, but he was uh, suspected of entering a home uninvited and threatening to kill residents with a rattlesnake. Wow. Uh, but previously, he's uh, used hornets as a weapon. This guy sounds like a fucking prick. Uh, He's like a supervillain. Yeah, he yeah. really is. We're actually this is uh, it's time to do a, shaker. A, a little thing we call bit inside of a bit. Let's do it. <laughs> bit inside of a bit. Inside of a bit. Inside of a bit. Choice weapons. All right, what kind of uh, weapons would you choose if you had to like have an animal uh, or a uh, insect or something uh, live as a weapon? What would you use, Matt Walker? Go kangaroo. 
Okay, okay. How would you do it? Okay, you take the kangaroo because you see boxing kangaroos all the time. Sure. Right, uh, right. It's been like a thing. Your kangaroo goes around, punches people in the face for you, and then it bounces back on his tail and kicks him in the gut. Love it. Nice. Love that. Like That's it. great. And you can put your shit in its pouch so you don't even need to wear pants that have pockets. Oh, my God. Could you put, a, right. gun, could you put a gun in the Hide pouch? A gun in the, you, you have a gun with you. You stick it with the kangaroo, and you're like, it's not my gun. That's the kangaroo's gun. Holy it's in his shit. pouch. Like you get it. away with it. I love it. What about you, Robbie? Uh, I would use Liam Neeson. Okay. All right. No. What about an animal? What about an animal? He is an animal. Okay. A different kind of animal, Robbie. You can pick any kind of animal. Any kind of non-human animal. Non-human animal, Uh, Robbie. Jesus Christ, Robbie. Well, he's very handsome. (laughs) He's not gonna let it go. Can I stick my? Can I put my kid? Can I put my kangaroo to work on Robbie right now? I want to have a kangaroo to take care of Robbie. Beat the Liam Neeson out of him (laughs) first. For God's sake. Then beat the Liam Neeson I, back. Robbie's into him. trying to hide in Liam Neeson's pouch. Right. I just, I just, in his foreskin pouch. Robbie's oh trying to put his God. face in there. My dream is that Liam Neeson will listen to this one day and have to come on the podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, I have I a very make- special set of pouches. <laughs> <laughs> Schnepp, what about you? I was thinking maybe like a howler monkey, and I would like tape. Uh, very sharp razors to his little tiny pink fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. throw him violently <laughs> at someone I don't like. Yeah. And just see what happens. Maybe maybe he would like backflip and loop his legs around the person and just hug him. Well, we or should, he would just cut him to pieces. What we should really do is we need to start Animal Fight Club and Animal take all these things club. we're talking about and actually see what happens. I'm this pretty sure great. Michael Vick did that. You know that. what? They, they have a TV show like that where they say like what would win in a fight like a Tyrannosaurus Rex or a Velociraptor. Like they, they do like a thing like that where they say like what if a tiger were to fight a baboon like who would yeah. win like there's a TV show where they actually do that I would totally take if it was up to me I would take a great white shark I would put him on some sort of very large wagon alright and then I would uh, shove him no just in just out in the world then it's gonna die well you know but not before eating somebody hey, I would no, no, take before him he eats somebody. shove him at somebody while he's still maybe you know what maybe you could put like a reverse scuba tank on yeah, you know, those are a real thing. You know what I would do? <laughs> I would a not. robot great white shark a, tank. Yeah, like a reverse scuba tank. Why don't you tank put it in a in some sort water, of uh right? put what? it in some sort of tornado type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And wait, get a bunch of them and have them all in a tornado. I would, wait, I would not want to waste any of these really cool animals cuz they never did anything to us. Yeah. I would fucking throw Ted Cruz Yes. And Donald Trump into a fucking basket filled with razors and have one of them kill each other. I like, like that idea. You, one of you come out al- skinned, al- skin the other one alive. I like that. I we just need to bring to back that. the th- we need to implement the Thunderdome. You know, yeah, it's not bringing back. Well, it's yeah. implementing Honestly, ahead of time. If Donald just Trump wins, yeah. if Donald Trump wins, we're going to get the Thunderdome. I think it's already being constructed. What, what if they like fuse together into some kind of like Ted Trump kind of thing? Then we get Liam Neeson. <laughs> yes, that's the only way. Too bad he'll be too busy banging Robbie. Yes, is what Robbie wants to have happen. But he has to do it. As My apologies to you, Liam Neeson. Sorry, Liam Neeson. And that was <laughs> bit in a bit. All right, let's go back to uh, the oh, news. You want another headline? Yeah, one more headline. Okay. A woman in Arizona, I don't know why they're all from Arizona today, but she saw Jesus in her dental x-rays. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Where uh, I'm looking here at the photo, uh, and I'll, I'll hold this up. You can actually see it does kind of look a little Jesus-ish. Holy crap. Like a little like that Shroud of Turin bullshit. It looks like that horrible painting that old woman did. So yeah. Jesus, Jesus came in her mouth. It looks <laughs> a little bit more like a monkey than Jesus. That doesn't look like... Yeah, so the uh, dental hygienist agreed with her that the shape did indeed look like Jesus. 
She says, I never see anything in anyone's teeth. <laughs> wow. You'd wow. think you'd think maybe she would see, you know, somebody else at some point, some other. And then the dentist figure. apparently was not impressed. And he's just like, okay, yeah. I'm going to clean your teeth now. Yeah, I'm That's going to yeah. drill it out of yeah. you. I'm going to drill, drill Christ out of you. Thing is, like, yeah. why do they always have, like, white Jesus? Why not, like, what Jesus actually looked like? Like, a old, little, Middle Eastern man. Could have been that old. Dad was in his 30s. He yeah. was I'm going to be very honest with you. Old yeah. That's not my Jesus. My Jesus is short, bald, Asian Jesus. That's short, my Jesus. Short, bald. So, Krillin Sh- from Dragon Ball Z? Basically. Yeah, okay. the guy from Dragon Ball Z. I'm cool with that. That's my Jesus. <laughs> if Speaking I, of things that are bald, it yeah. is Stephen Glickman's 50th birthday today. Yay! 50 years! Oh my God. You're such a piece of shit. 50 years. I can't believe you made it. Happy birthday to you. You right? son of a bitch. Happy birthday my favorite thing, to you. I, I posted a thing. <laughs> Go ahead. I posted a thing on Facebook today saying that he was 50. <laughs> And people actually believe that people he's 50. actually believed what? it. <laughs> which was amazing. I'm not Come kidding on. you. Which is I'm amazing. not kidding people you. People fucking suck. A woman that I know wrote Matt and was like. That you've known for years. I've known her for years. She goes, uh, is he really turning 50? And you should have. Like, and I said, actually 52. And she said, he yeah. is. He is I said, yeah, 50. he's the, the big five zero. And she's like, wow, he comedy keeps you looking young. Yeah. She believed that you're 50, though. And, I, yeah. and then I, I, I did an emoji of a piece of shit with a gun <laughs> to its head. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? That, my life's over. And then I, I commented, and I was like, what the fuck is the matter with you, lady? Oh, man. Come on. She give me reply. a break. She didn't reply. But I believe... I could Steven Kramer Glickman is in his 30s, ladies and gentlemen, and he looks 30. like a very young 31. <laughs> I look like a very young 47-year-old man. I've looked 40 since I was uh-huh. 25. Like, I've never looked different than I... I just have more gray hair now in my beard. Is this airing on your birthday? Is this going to just... No. Go? No. It'll be whatever. It'll, it'll come out later. Belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Robbie brought you a birthday present. What? It's in a box. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I'd like to see you open What's this. In so it What's, in What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What did you put in that box? If it is Gwyneth Paltrow's head, that would be a pretty cool be birthday present. Where's Morgan Freeman? Where is Morgan Freeman? Here's a thing to open it with. All right, I'm going to open this Use present this from pen, Robbie, this and I'm very excited tool. about this. Is it a dick in a box? Because uh, no. if it is, I already have one. <laughs> I have <laughs> a, a bunch. I have a dick actually, in a box. 47 We still need to give those away. Yeah, we have to give We've been away. meaning to give them away at one of the live shows, and awesome. maybe someday you'll come to a live show and you'll get a bunch of dicks. Yeah, come get a bunch of dicks yep. at the live show. Make what that Louis C.K. joke real. Here, what? Oh get a bag gosh. of dicks. It's like this an R2-D2 bucket. It's a bu- R2 for popcorn. Oh, there is a C-3PO, uh, uh, a, a Star Wars. That's a C-3PO Star Wars uh, Christmas sock. Yes. You can hang uh, that cool. shit up. I could wear yeah. it. I could wear it. Or you this could just cool. hang it up. There's popcorn, nice. and it's an R2-D2 popcorn bucket. bucket. Popcorn bucket. You, I love you it. You wouldn't believe how hard I had to keep myself from eating you, Next time, peel off so. the 50% hear. off stickers, dude. Yeah. I, I, just, I, gotta, I don't want to hear how hard you were <laughs> while you were shopping for Glickman, either. <laughs> <laughs> if you get something that's 50% off, just peel that I shit off. Cover it up with another sticker. Yeah. That's well, no, I didn't want to like ruin the tag. Oh, you didn't want to ruin the tag. That way it didn't look like, oh, I used it myself. No, but you can those peel off really easily. either either put another sticker on top of it. Hey, come on, it. guys. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. gift etiquette. R2-D2 and C3PO are on the... Are on yes. The, on so the it's very high quality. Side. It's a very... It's a, fat it's a, fiber nice, it's a nice thing. I really Acrylic, like it. Cotton blend. 
I enjoy it. I, I'm Soft. a big uh, Star Wars fan, for those of you who don't know. I'm actually wearing a shirt right now. Do you know what this shirt is, John? Uh, it's a fucking giant nerd shirt. Yeah, it, it really star, is. Star, every, like He's referring to the size, not how big a nerd you are. Star Wars characters. Unfortunately, I'm such a nerd, I could think I could name at least uh, 300 of them. But do you know what this is based on, this shirt that I'm wearing? It's based on a bunch of characters from Star Wars? Fuck it, no. I no, it's the, <laughs> it's the card back from the... You fucking weird fucking nerd. It's like the, it's <laughs> the, the card 90, back. It's the numbers of every the 92 action figure, card right? back where, uh, from 1984 or But five? they're all squatty looking. They don't well, they actually look like... They, the, they cartooned yeah. every single one, of the, every yeah. single character that was on the card back. It's T-Fury.com. Snaggletooth, Dengar, IG-88. Gamorrean Guards on here. Snow Trooper. Old Luke Skywalker's on here. God damn it. Yeah, they're so... Yak fucking face. Everybody's on here. They're all on there. I know. I'm a huge, massive Star Wars nerd. I agree you're huge and massive. <laughs> You're such a piece of shit, man. What's the matter with you? I can't. Uh, you know. You know what? Uh, my girlfriend got me, which I am incre. I I'm very happy that she's my girlfriend. I'm always happy she's my girlfriend, but I'm more happy today. She totally knows the shit out of who I am as a human being. You know what she got me for uh, for my birthday? She got me the um, uh, BB-8. Uh, but not the. You know how they have like the little shitty BB-8. Yes. What, what you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, the about. little remote control one. Yeah, the one that's re- yeah. remote control from your phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then they have the bigger one. Like this big. That well, they have one that's a little bigger that's controlled by an actual remote control. Right. right? Oh, that's so cool. And then they have the new big giant one, which is like almost the size of a soccer ball. It's huge. Right. And uh, it's voice activated Ooh. and it rolls around. But the crazy thing is, Disney, who is the only people who make this. Uh, they are not advertising on the package that it's voice activated. On the front, on the back, it says voice activated. But, like, no one fucking sees that. So right. you see it, and you're like, oh, it's a cool little, like, plastic model. I don't know why it's so expensive. You press a little button, and it goes beep, 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 beep. But that's about it. You know, mm-hmm. head spins around. Mm-hmm. But then you take it out of the box, you flip it, flip a switch on it, and it starts rolling all over the room. And anytime you say its name, it, it like, responds, and its head spins. It's fucking oh, awesome. It. But does it go upstairs? It does not go <laughs> upstairs, Max. I still call bullshit on that scene in the movie. Where it's going downstairs. Ginger Lee goes boom. down. It's the barely boom. making it downstairs. Right. And then, like, 30 seconds later she touches the lightsaber gets scared runs away and he's right there with her yeah bullshit yeah i think he found a workaround like it was like i'm not going up those stairs there's like some there's like a handicap ramp yeah, or something like really your, your dogs are going to love that thing i have way. to keep yeah. my dogs away from everything they are going to ruin now that uh what do you have to feed the hamster that runs around inside the ball um <laughs> usually just pellets it's like a pellet okay. treat yeah, yeah. You know, Disney provides the pellets. I was going to say midi chlorians. Now, midi chlorians. Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, a force sensitive she hand. That she could have just awesome. bought you like a BB 8 t shirt and you would look just like him. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Wow. Oh. Are you preparing for oh. roast battle? Because you're looking very good. <laughs> uh, I, I'm always. You're on the sizzle on the track you're right on. there. You're ready. When are you doing roast battle, Matt Walker? They'll be April 19th. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, if this airs after April 19th, I'm sure it won't. Cares. But either way. Whatever. Uh, I can't wait to hear how you good. do. You're going to destroy those it's guys. Be fun. Yeah. I mean, you destroy me every day. That's like, just my thing. That's what I do. Just, you oh, just sorry. constantly, constantly. Like, I remember our, one the of the worst first best friend ever. Like, when we went to Tijuana that one time, this is like eight or nine years ago at least, oh, maybe 10 years ago. Yes. I remember we go to your mom's house in San Diego. We hang out there, and it was like my first time meeting your mom. Right. And we stayed at her place overnight, and I'm sitting there making fun of you the whole time. And you're like, oh, mom, we have this thing we do where he makes fun of me, and I put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically it. Yeah. 
My mom was like, what is the deal with your friend, <laughs> quote unquote? <laughs> He's just talking shit to you the whole time. But that's just, you know, that's just it's our like, yeah, uh, our know. great relationship. Yeah. Um, what about you, John? Tell us things. Tell us about what's going on. Um, you know, I want to talk. I want to talk with you about you know Metalocalypse, and sure. I want to talk with you about uh, Aquatine, and yeah. I want to talk with you about uh, Death of Superman Lives. But before we get into all of that, tell us a little bit about what's happening right now with this Kickstarter. What's oh, right on? on, man. Yeah, well, I'm actually doing a new film. It's another documentary, but it's about comic book culture and comic book stores, and kind of like I'm trying to get people more aware of what comic books comic book stores what comic books are because i think a lot of people are really into comic book movies or television shows but nobody is really reading those comic books it's like as far as like the massive amount of people are going to see like captain america civil war batman v superman or deadpool or even deadpool yeah. they don't realize look it's based if they might know it's based on a comic book but they're not going they've never out read the book they've never read the book and they're not actively going into comic book stores so what i see and as we move forward into the future a lot of comic book stores you know they're operating on like getting variant sales mm -hmm. and variant covers, and so they're they're making they're still they're not going out of business, but they will be eventually if people don't start reading. Do you think comics. we're heading towards a time where basically comics only exist; those characters only exist in the movies and television, and like the comic books sort of go away? For I a lot certainly of them? hope not, and I don't think we're going to be headed towards that that time. It could happen though. So my, what my doc is about is trying to raise awareness of comic book, book uh, stores and also comic book in comic books in general and it's kind of like going to different stores all around the world and and finding out what the next step is is it going to be digital comics is it going to be mm -hmm. comics printed quarterly besides dc and marvel what other kind of independent comics are being made is it going to be science fiction horror mystery i mean how many more superheroes like are going to be made or created because they're not really creating that many new superheroes then we're going to run out of them so you know it's like a snake eating its own tail so technically that's kind of what i'm looking into my kickstarter is called sweaty's united Rise of the Uber Nerd, yes. and that title, <laughs> I love is, it. It's like a fun title because I, I like to call all the sweaty nerds that get all geeked out and like fucking eh, Spider Man nerds, you know, where they start talking yeah. about stuff. They want to share that, so that's what a sweaty is. If somebody gets really into either a movie or a TV show, or well, it's, we're all sweaty. So that's like you talk about Star Wars, you start getting sweaty. Yeah. So um, that's what it is. Sweaties unite and Rise of the Uber Nerd. It's like the smart nerd, and that's what we. Love I want to. I want to see that continue, and so that's what the doc is about. And uh, you can go to Kickstarter and contribute get your name in the credits or get a digital download or I do a show every Tuesday that's on uh, on YouTube it's called Heroes it's Collider Heroes and every week we have different guests like we had Rob Liefeld on a couple weeks ago we have a bunch of different guests and we and we cover all the movie news comic news TV news I usually do a spotlight and a flashback like I spotlight a, a like a group that hasn't been uh, turned into a TV series or a movie like the Doom Patrol you know, or, right, or I'll right. do a flashback on like Superman three and why was Richard Pryor in it. So, you know, like just going back into the past and then also going into the future. So that's what the Kickstarter is about. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to contribute to it, you know, it's, it's going to be live through till April 20th. So hopefully this airs before April 20th. So yeah, people can uh, kick into it. That's amazing, man. Yeah. I love that. That's so damn cool. I remember when I was a kid, like going to the comic book store was more than just going and picking up your comics. You would hang out there. There'd be like, you know, other people playing magic or, yeah. you know, and you'd just talk. It was like a watering hole. I'm glad you brought that up because that's another really big aspect to what the doc is about. It's about community. And as more and more stores close, like you had Borders Books close mm -hmm. and you used to be able to go there and get a coffee and look at DVDs, look at albums, kind of mingle. That sense of community doesn't exist anymore. Everybody orders Everybody shit buys from it Amazon. Yeah. yeah. So what comic books 
book store owners have to do is they have to do stuff like what that kick-ass movie did. Remember, they went to the comic book store, but it also had a place where you can get a root beer float and a sandwich and sit down and hang out with your friend inside the comic book store. Mm -hmm. You need to yeah. create those things like Meltdown created that, but that's now it's kind of separate. It's like Nerdist, and you have to go into this. We need rooms, like areas where people can hang out and make a, more of a community effort. So I know people are doing that. A gal in Philadelphia opened a store. She used to go to this comic book store and a coffee house, and they both closed. And she was like, you know what? I'm going to open a comic book coffee house. And that's what she did. And that's what I kind of feel like the wave of the future is. I think all comic book stores have to kind of unite and get together. And, and we, we live in, within the age of the Internet where we can actually have that happen. So Maybe they could offer, you know, just like there's the – thrift store that has the free HIV testing in West Hollywood. Maybe they could offer free cholesterol testing. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, right. Matt. Yeah, definitely. Or, or I'm, just, just I'm just trying to <laughs> come up with ideas here. <laughs> or just yeah, try yeah. to save an industry for, hey. for fat people. And yeah, just have like Matt there as a, uh, a kind of helpful speaker. Yeah, like Matt, you know, <laughs> well, you know on, the, on the flip side, Matt, you could be like, hey, you're too skeletal. You need yes. to eat a sandwich or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, absolutely. These wavy motherfuckers are always cracking on fat people. Look at yourself in the mirror, dude. You're like 93 pounds. You, you, you know? literally look like skeletal. I'll look at myself you're, in the mirror for the next 75 years. You're, you're, you guys right. die at 35. You're oh, almost. Oh, wow. <laughs> he made it past 35. Son of a yeah. bitch. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He made it to 50. I'm sorry about that. The <laughs> worst person We've ever had. <laughs> he's, a, the show. he's a little sensitive about his skeletal look, so right. don't, don't. That's okay. Don't I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hurt his feelings. Look, it's, say whatever. Yeah. No, you know, thin people don't live the longest. You know that, right? Because yeah, fat people see. kill them. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fat people are like, look, you think you're gonna fucking outlive me? Next snap. I'll in, go to jail enjoy, now. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy that flight down the stairs. <laughs> enjoy that wispy cracker while I fucking crack your fucking neck. You know, the worst part about Matt Walker is that his father lived to a hundred and he was ninety two. Nine my grandma's ninety eight years old. Wow. Well, you're gonna yeah. live a long time. That's yeah. you've got that that yeah. gene. Yeah. The super gene. Yeah. You'll be doing podcasts for the rest of your life <laughs> yes. by yourself because all your fat friends, all my friends will be, will be dead. dead. <laughs> you know, that's Like I had that conversation with my grandma like not too long ago. I was at her house, you Jesus. know, doing some stuff at her house, fixing things up because uh, she still she still lives on her own at ninety eight. Like wow. she's still all wow. there and Amazing. fine. But it was weird. She's like, you know, I get lonely now because all my friends are gone. It's like it happens. Oh, like if you're right. like the last old person, if you're the oldest old person, thank God that's you not outlived be all me. your friends. Nope. Yep. It's yeah, kind of sad. How do you like respond to that? Like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep fixing something over here. What did you say to her? Did you comfort her? You got me, man. You guys just went all <laughs> dark and black. Whatever, fuck this <laughs> yeah. deficit. Go to go to my Kickstarter. Yes, and yeah, throw some money. To, in. Yeah, give some money. Explore comics, not death. What comic books do? You, what kind of comic book store? Let me tell you my favorite comic sure, book store in, in Los Angeles. Yeah. I love Meltdown because uh, they have it's an enormous place and all my artwork has been on display there Hell for yeah. years. Yes. Stephen Kramer Glickman's They're, art is in there. They are very, very cool. And they've always been very cool Gaston, with Gaston, Francisco, everybody oh, yeah. over there. They're God, fucking God great. God bless those guys. So cool. Um comic uh, comic smash mm -hmm. on, uh, on Ventura. Ventura. Yep. I shot a music video there. Mm -hmm. Those they guys were are awesome. So rad to me. I love that place. Um, and then there's the one, the oh, um, there's one of Melrose that's yeah. big, right? Well, Golden Apple, yeah. Golden Apple, yeah. Yeah. the original super store. Cool. So rad. Um, probably one of my favorites in town is Blast from the Past. Blast from the Past is which great. Has comics still? Uh, not really. They're more like toys. They're and like more old like collectibles. Um, yeah, I'm obsessed with that. Place. House of Secrets. That's right on Olive, and that's in Burbank. That's a great store. That sounds oh, like a yeah. sex toy shop. Yeah. It, is, it is not. It's right next to Hyena Gallery. It's yes. like a, it's a really cool By the area. Way, you know anything about Hyena Gallery? What happened to them? 
Oh, recently? Yeah. No. Fascinating. I love I love Hyena Gallery. Bill's a friend of mine. So hopefully Such it's a, not a bad thing. No, no. Happen. It's a very interesting thing. The Hyena Gallery is a very cool gallery where they've got um, artwork from like serial killers mm-hmm. and crazy people and like giant massive statues of octopuses eating boats and like yeah. crazy, crazy There's shit. The guy makes cool. really cool like Alice Cooper uh, candles or oh, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe candles, yeah. candles and mm-hmm. stuff. Very, very cool place. What ended up happening was they... um. He was having trouble with the rent there and having trouble, you know, selling stuff. And, and it wasn't like business wasn't doing very well. So his wife or his girlfriend, right. wife or girlfriend, yeah. girlfriend, um, she had a flower shop, yep. like a plant flower shop and was having trouble with her business. So they decided to merge the two. Yeah. So when you walk in to Hyena Gallery now, it's all these giant creature monster things and flowers. Right. There's these crazy geraniums right in the front where yeah. you're like, what the fuck? And they're cool. They're so walk, cool. And I'm a giant person, so I have to walk very gingerly like a bull in a goddamn china shop because right. I could knock those fuckers Did they off discover the Audrey 2 and put it on display? That's what it, it sounds it's like. like it's that's what it feels cool. like. Yeah, it it's feel very like that. much that's like cool. that. That's cool. It's it kind of like cool. Tim Burton. If Tim yeah. Burton had a flower shop, that's kind of what that place is. It's Little shop cool. of horrors. Oh. You should check it out. <laughs> it actually <laughs> it, it adds like an extra flavor to you know both shops now. They like yeah. Really, they, they really, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's like cool. peanut butter and chocolate. Yo, they fucking <laughs> go together, son. Yeah. I like that a lot. Hey. I love I love uh, comic book shops in this town. There's a lot of cool places, and I've I've gotten to work with most of them for mm-hmm. one reason or another. Uh, all of them, almost almost every comic book shop in Los Angeles donated to the Super Sweet Toy Drive, which was, we did last year yep. at Duff's Cake Shop on my birthday. Uh, this this night last year, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but not uh, not this year. This year, I We're was here. just like. Yeah, this year we were we've been working so hard on the nighttime show and so hard on other stuff, and we were just like, you know what? This year we're gonna do this. Maybe later in the year we'll do another toy drive or something like that. Yeah, that was super fun though. Uh, tell us, let's jump, let's jump to uh, the death of Superman lives. What happened? We're gonna work backwards. Sure. Mm-hmm. This movie like changed the game for a lot of people. It's a big, big movie. If you haven't seen it, this is a, a film. You can watch it on uh, Showtime. On yeah. Showtime yeah. right now. The the film is about uh the movie Superman Lives, right? Yep. Which uh written by Kevin Smith. Written by yep. Kevin Smith. Gonna be directed by Tim Burton. Yep. yep. And Nick yep. was starring Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And Gonna be filmed in Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it got shut down after, like, it, it got real close yeah, to like getting made. Three weeks the before they were going to start shooting principal photography. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And and it was a story that, like, all of us kind of knew about. And, mm-hmm. like, everyone in, like, the nerd world and even outside the nerd world, like, knew about this story. But no one really knew, yeah. like, what happened. I right? was living in Pittsburgh at the time. And I remember, like, they were like, this is going to be Gotham. This is going to be Metropolis right here. Like, this is the place. Like, this building's going to be the Daily Planet wow. building. They'd had the signs. And they were, like... Pointing all this stuff out, everybody's very excited. They're like, "We can't wait to have this movie. It's going to put Pittsburgh on the map." Sure. And then, oh my god, it and just then sort it of just, fell apart. Then it just fell apart. So you actually saw the signs and stuff, right? Yeah, they had like a Daily Planet sign yeah. somewhere that was around that I remember seeing. Yeah, they just yeah. didn't like Pittsburgh and everything. Like, what, what they're like, it? Matt Walker's there. Yeah, <laughs> Forget well, the fuck, movie. Fuck that. Cancel it. Cancel it. <laughs> but you know, to make a movie about you know what happened, uh, doing a documentary about what happened to a movie that everyone knew was going to happen and then didn't happen. It's just a really interesting concept and uh, and something that I've never seen done well, before. You know, a few or, of them were done before I did this. Not, there was not, the man like from this. La Mancha, the one, the Terry Gilliam mm-hmm. film that was sure. going to be the Don Quixote film. But, you know, honestly, for myself, the interest was really just about 
how different and strange this Superman movie would have been. That's what right. actually mm -hmm. got my interest because this was 98, 99, 2000. And I remember seeing some artwork. Once they canceled canceled it, some artwork showed up like in Starlog or some one of those, uh, you know, sci-fi geek magazines that I bought all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that Superman drawing looks really weird. It's like yeah. very much like Mobius. It looked like it looked like a heavy metal Superman. What and was going to be so different about it? Uh, well, you know, what I found out is uh, almost everything. I mean, literally, it would have been such a close, it would have been closer to the comic book Superman than any any of the other movies have ever gotten, yet it also would have been radically different because coming from uh, Tim Burton as well as John Peter's perspective, mm -hmm. they were trying to uh, bring this element uh, of, you know, uh, outsider like an alien to Superman, which he's always been. He's yeah. always, obviously, he's from Krypton. He's an alien. But they were taking Kal-El and Superman and uh, Clark Kent, all three of those entities, and making like all of them hiding. You know, like so basically Superman is like Clark Kent is hiding uh, his super, you know, his secret mm -hmm. identity as uh, as Superman, as Clark Kent. But then he finds out in this movie version that he's an alien. So then he finds out that he's actually this. So he didn't even name. know in well, this version. In this version, yeah. So they were kind of like what happened is then, you know, there was Superman one, two, three, and four, mm -hmm. and then you know nothing happened for many years. Then they were going to yeah. do this death of Superman, and they were, weren't going to do a straight up origin. Like he would still be Superman when the movie began, but then he would find out about his past because they were incorporating Brainiac, sure. the robotic creature from Krypton that blew up his face. And they're sort of like flashbacks to him as yeah. a kid. So okay. wow. you had Christopher Walken that was going to play Brainiac, oh and Kevin God. Spacey oh, wow. was going to play Luther, which he ended up playing in the Brian Singer mm -hmm. movie. But what was different about this film is just the artistic take on it. Like, you have someone like Tim Burton, and he was at his height of his creativity right then. He was like, you know, he just did Mars Attacks. So he had his entire design team making this mm -hmm. really cool, almost like Dr. Seussian yeah. Krypton. You had all these different looks of Brainiac that, you know, obviously with Kevin Smith being the first screenwriter, then he got fired, and then they had two other writers work with Tim Burton, basically using Kevin Smith's draft. Oh, Lord. Uh, so it kept the same original story, but it, it transmutated over the course of two more years with Tim Burton. They hired Nick Cage which to me was very much like Michael Keaton playing Batman. It's yeah. like the fans were like, this isn't my Superman, just like they were like, this isn't my Batman. He's Mr. Mom. Why are you yeah. getting like a five foot four comedian to play Batman? And then you saw it. Works it out great. And it worked out great. And I think, honestly, I think Nick Cage, I mean, if you look at Con Air, you look at The Rock, you look at Face Off. He could have pulled that off. He yeah. could have pulled it off. He wouldn't. Yeah. He doesn't look like what your typical Superman looks like. But I think his acting would have brought that alien aspect, that yeah. outsider aspect. Because you it. had, up until that point, you had George Reeve on the old TV show. Yeah. You had Christopher Reeves on the new movies. And then you would go to Nick Cage. Because George Reeves and Christopher Reeves had a similar look. Like, they had that sort of prototypical look. I mean, George Reeves was a little... Little thick, pudgy, but yeah. I mean, for the fifties, he was like, you know, sort of the strong man look, yeah. whatever. I mean, he's prototypical. And then you get to this, and you get Nick Cage. That's a totally different look for a guy. Yeah. You know what I'll say about this? About you know, it took two and a half years. I also did that film, uh, raised the money through Kickstarter, just like my new film. Um, went back. I had to do another crowdfunding, so like a year and a half later, because that was my first doc. It took mm -hmm. a lot more time, a lot more money than I thought it would, but. Um, ultimately after finishing the film the, my greatest compliment is people come up to me after you know most of the people who haven't seen the film were like that movie would have sucked and I'm like I know you haven't seen the film that's yeah. what because most I'd say about 95% of the people who see the film they come up to me and be like dude I wish they made that movie because if they made it at the time, it's not like making it now. I don't want to see that movie be made yeah. now. But if they made it at the time, I think it would have been a really fun look 
at the Superman mythology. And this is before Spider-Man had sort of come out, right? It was before was, the first Spider-Man? This was actually even before Blade came out. This yeah. This was like, the, you know, like back the Comic book movies had sort of died. This would have been yeah, the first big one in one a long or, time. one or two every three years. You had like had the Shadow or like the fucking Phantom. Remember yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah. Smash Evil. You're like, God damn it, you know? Like pretty bad comic yeah, book adaptations. Yeah, they were terrible. So... That's what the the world we were living in. So, you know, every once in a while, Warner Brothers was like, nah, I guess we'll pull out Superman again. That is a franchise. So, you know, they were like, it took them a long time to finally get Superman Returns done. And then that didn't really work out. Now we have Man of Steel, and now we have Batman v. Superman next week. Holy so, fuck, shit, man. it's all coming around. What yeah. about, uh, what do you think about um, uh, guys like... Uh, uh, that that a uh, friend of ours, uh, Max Landis, who's got that comic book about uh, American Alien, which is a well Superman American Alien. Yeah, 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 it's it's a cool, it's a different take. I mean, I told Max, I thought his first issue was fantastic, where it like kind of del- delves into Clark as a little kid and his family and what he had to go through just as a little kid, like hiding and you know it it, it was it was really well written. I liked especially the very last page where his him as a little kid, his family, he's finally kind of come into his own, understands his powers why he has to hide him but he's like i could take you guys to like i could take you on trips i'll just pick up the car and we'll fly to paris it was like like as a little kid what sure. you would do for your so, family so just to be clear really cool. as a little kid he's flying around not like that bullshit tv show where for 10 years superman never flew yeah fucking smallville yes yeah, no okay like right away the kid is like he's like seven and good he's flying around so yeah that's i tried watching yeah. smallville because like superman was like i used to like superman was a kid i tried watching smallville I'm like when the fuck is he going to fly? And then, like, yeah. five years later, I find out, oh, he still doesn't fly? And then blur. five years later, like, the show's ending, they're like, nope, still doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. Never figured it out. Hey, you know uh, yeah. you know who does fly is our uh, absolutely <laughs> incredible uh, <laughs> an- <laughs> uh, announcer who's, uh, who's back. He flaps his hey, arms. he flew all the way in from uh, St. Louis, Missouri after, <laughs> after performing to a sold-out crowd of 40,000, 40,000. 40,000 people. Yeah. 40, people. Mike Black is here. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's up, you sexy son of a bitch? No, I was at uh, Tom Burge, and, and I forgot all about this. And then, <laughs> said, then about halfway through, I was like, oh, I'm Tom Burgeon? Be- Tom Burgeon. Uh, it's an Irish pub. Yeah. Oh, well, I understand. It is St. Patty's Day. And, oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, as we're recording, it is. And... Uh, Stephen told me last night that we were yes. recording this, yes, and I was I like, well, f-, f him. Like, I'm going to go get drunk first, <laughs> and then I'll come <laughs> Now, how much alcohol do you have to consume to get drunk, Mike? Uh, for me, it's not a lot, because I don't drink very often okay. anymore, and uh, the, the weight doesn't isn't really a factor. As, Is as it much hard as liquor or beer? Uh, today, it was just Guinness, because that was what was available. Guinness does the trick, man. Dude, I yeah. get drunk so fucking fast how fast yeah. do i how fast do i get drunk uh, very you, fast real you, you fast know. like like half a beer you're like me yeah i'm like half a beer and i'm you're I'm like out. twice the size of me but we both get drunk on the same amount if, of alcohol. you know if i have like a half a beer i'm wasted for but i'm only i'm yeah. only for like 10 minutes for like 10 minutes yeah and then it's you know back to and i actually i don't like beer i, I like hey. guinness but i don't like beer my girlfriend just yeah. arrived and she made cupcakes. What? Yeah. Reese's cupcakes. What? This is wonderful. Oh my wow. god, honey! Thank you so much. And you that got a big one. one. A yeah. mega Reese's cake wow. right there. Wow, like a Reese's cake. And is boy, happening. is is Robbie upset that he switched out with me? <laughs> <laughs> really, just switched out, and now all the cupcakes are for Mike Black. Only for people at the table. Sorry, Robbie. Uh, only people at the table get Happy birthday, Too cupcakes! Bad, and uh, I was telling them all about the BB-8 that you got me. I was very, very exciting, very nerding out. Yeah, he said it was just a big shirt, and he rolls around, and he looks like BB-8 in it. Wow. 
Just matter with you, Mike. <laughs> oh, what's what's going on with the sound? It's um, let's let's keep. Oh wait, can you hear me? Are you okay? No, it was crackling in and out for a while, wasn't it? Or is it just my shitty? I, I don't know. It might just be yours. It just oh, might okay. be you, buddy. Um, where our candles are going into the cake. Fifty candles into the cake. Fifty candles <laughs> for his fiftieth birthday. This is. <laughs> that's someone's like. Is he really? 50? Yes, he's actually fifty-seven. <laughs> what? This is uh this is a wonderful thing. Uh, thanks, honey, for making a cake. We're gonna we're gonna have some cake. Rachel is the best girlfriend so ever. That's she my song for today. <laughs> so I overheard you guys talking about uh, while while she's yeah, uh, firing it up. Uh, I heard you guys talking about uh, your movie, and right I remember as I was watching it, thinking this to me like had it come out. I would have treated it like the uh, Elseworlds totally. comics. You know, it's like it's one guy's version of Superman. That's what it is. And I would have been thoroughly entertained by okay, it. Okay, Mike, you're going to have to explain what you Elseworlds know. comics are for those yeah, of us who are not. Elseworlds are like, I think the first one that I recall was one called Gotham by Gaslight. Done by Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola, yes. And had it was about had Batman existed in the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, in London. Yep. So it's like a steampunk yeah, Batman? Yeah, totally. Uh, thing? Essentially, yeah. That's, But they they were basically, they knew that the writers had a lot of stories in them that weren't necessarily canon, but would be good stories. I guess technically the first one would be The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I would Where it was that. like, it's kind of canon, kind of not. You, um, Honestly, that's what I, I'm glad you brought that up. You can that's take how it that way. You I know. look at every single movie that comes out that's based on comic books mm-hmm. as Elseworlds. Yeah, because somebody's none of them. It. Yeah, it's somebody else's take. Like Brian Singer, like chucked all the costumes out, made everyone like wearing black leather, and it was like, all right, right. that's a kind of a cool, like updated version for normal yeah. humans who don't read comics. Or it's like when they made Spider-Man, yeah. where it was like biological that he could shoot webs instead of a little totally, device yeah. he manufactured. It's like uh, this writer found a way to make it more palatable to an audience that isn't into it yet totally i get and that. and it brings more people in and then if they like it they can explore the stuff that we are already sort of familiar yeah. with you that's know? Uh, it's very true and i think it's like you know as as more and more uh, people get turned on to the ideas of comic books by just watching any of this like 11 or 12 television shows that are coming out oh this yeah year. and well in some of the six d- movies you some know. of the damn designs you, you got to see the movie just for the designs that the tim burton's crew did yeah. Mean, they're they're uh, you know, really they're incredible. Sick. Yes, and uh, especially you know, yeah, the Superman suit, K his little oh alien my God. teddy bear. Did you yeah. you actually had one of those suits made up? I did. I, I hired a costume designer and uh and had uh, like for the recreation scenes I had one of the Tim Burton designs made as a, like a That's, full on. Did suit. you make it so you could wear it? I wish. No, then I would <laughs> what, what? No, no, it's actually it who wears it then? Uh the guy who made the suit actually fit the suit and I had him be the uh, recreation. You should have made it yourself. Yeah, I mean if I was doing something if I was making a movie and I was like somebody could be Superman, it's like I'm gonna be yeah. Superman no, now. Sorry, there's no fat Superman. I'm <laughs> too big. It's that's, like that's a, why I'm super glad fat. fate yeah, put it in his hands and not yours, man. Because there's no skinny Superman either. All right, here we go. I'm gonna there's no anorexic Superman as far as I'm sure. All right. Speaking of anorexia. <laughs> All right. Speaking of anorexia, it's time to Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, jeez, guys. Happy birthday, Stephen Glenn. I'm going to eat a cake. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. 
us the one person in this room who can actually sing didn't sing while we did that. Yeah. Yeah. He blew them all out. His oh, lungs right. that that he demands so much of <laughs> were able to blow out all seventeen all candles. Fantastic! It would be so great if this was like if there were like literally thirty-seven candles. Yeah. That's a lot of candles 50. for a cake. 50, 50, <laughs> 50. son of a bitch. Canadian thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take one of the cupcakes and try one of the cupcakes. No, you're not. They're too far away. Uh, I, can't, I can't reach. I can't reach. Oh, how are they? Try it out. Yeah. Very good. Try it out. Tell I'm me. gonna try. I've never made peanut butter frosting. Oh, this looks Rachel, so Rachel made good. peanut butter Jesus frosting Christ. cupcakes. You want one? You want one? So you gotta have one. Come on. Yeah. Come on, grab one, buddy. Uh, I mean, this is some serious stuff. Uh, the peanut butter frosting is delicious. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Mm. These are badass. holy crap. Yeah. Very better good. than any Superman movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. If that was the next Superman movie, if they just ca- came by each audience member and shoved peanut butter in their face. No, yeah. here, here's uh, a Superman yeah. movie. Audience rating 100. But it would have to be Superman peanut butter. Remember yes. from the 80s? Oh, my <laughs> right. God. I remember that. actual brand. Holy crap. Was there a Spider-Man cereal? Was that ever a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there's got to be, right? There was st- there's Star Wars cereal right now. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. those Peter yeah. Pan peanut butter is still made, and it's the best kind you can buy. It is. It's delicious. Really? Yeah. As far as um, the non-organic Peter, if you're going to get Jif or Skippy or peanut yeah. Peter Pan, get Peter Pan. Get Peter Pan. Yeah, mm. it's the best one. Now the Star Wars cereal. This show is actually that we had when we were kids was called Three uh, POs. Oh yeah, and it was they they didn't look like O's at all. They were little eights, little binary. Yeah. That's so weird. Were they supposed to be his eyes? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> if that makes kids happy, let, they were his eyes. Let me ask you a question real quick. Uh, no, it was a manufacturing mistake, and they're like, let's slap the Star <laughs> yeah. Wars logo on it. I, I you know what my it. cereal was when I was a kid? Quisp. Mm-hmm. Anyone else remember that? Oh, yeah, the little fucking it was wizard genius. or chocolate it was chips. Little bowls of uh, corn, you know, sweet corn bowls. And the genius thing was when you poured milk on them, each of them caught milk in the bowl. Oh my god, I remember it those. Was delicious. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I, th- I was thinking of Cookie you're thinking Crisp. Of cookie Crisp. No, no, yeah. Cookie Crisp. Was, Wisp was the I alien. Re- he no, was no, a little alien. I remember dude. that too. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. There's never yeah. been a better cereal than Cookie Crisp. That is the my, greatest cereal. My favorite time. cereal then is the same as a favorite cereal now. Grape nuts. I love grape nuts. Oh, too. <laughs> that makes very, you a giant piece of shit. They're very satisfying. Matt also loved tax season when he was a kid. I look at the sun coming up. I'm like, I'm eating these grape nuts. I was like, I can't wait. Be, I can't wait to be an adult and go to jury duty. That's Matt couldn't wait for the fiscal year to end. He was just <laughs> that's hysterical. Yeah. There's all kinds of weird <laughs> hybrid fucking <laughs> sort of like crispix, yeah. and mm-hmm. one side is wheat, the yeah. other side is corn, and we put those fuckers together. Yeah, yeah. He was like, what? very delicious. Yeah, it was a team of rogue scientists <laughs> <laughs> together. I can't believe you put your rice on my fucking wheat cereal. <laughs> do you remember? Delicious. Do you remember the shredded, the, the big, those big shredded wheat? I didn't yeah. like those. things. They were yeah. huge. I like the ones that were frosted on one side for the kids. Mini you know, where they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they yeah, had those commercials where it was like a little kid and an adult yeah. dressed the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. you must have loved those giant commercials. Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> you only liked the wheat side, Matt. Uh, yeah. That was the only side you liked. <laughs> the part of big what I liked <laughs> is when he got there. to be an adult again. That's what <laughs> right. I liked. You're sitting there shaving the frosting <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> 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 I did use. To, I didn't like shredded wheat just because I didn't like the texture. <laughs> 
Wow. But I did used to eat it. What an morning. asshole answer <laughs> for a kid to give to other right. kids. I'm, I'm sorry, kids. I, I don't care for the texture. The texture is a real turn off. The candy you've given me. I'm seven years Get old. Him. The texture is really annoying. Wheat checks was mind. always my second favorite cereal. Uh-huh. Wheat checks? Are you love wheat checks? What's the matter with you? Love wheat checks. I could eat those all day long. Oh my god. So did you pick out a <laughs> present for your friend Matt's birthday? He specified he uh, <laughs> woolen socks <laughs> are what he wants, and so and we'll a box get a of pack of those. Yeah. Yeah. that's so funny. Oh, uh, look, look. There's a tra- the trailer. I just watched a trailer recently for this movie uh, X Men Apocalypse. Sure. Oh, sure. Uh, the new the, one. It was, it was great. the newest trailer came out today, but of course this is airing later, so it came out a while ago. But quick, quick thing. Um, how like on. Like on the nose, John. I know you and Mike are both massive nerds. Uh, how on the nose are we about about uh, X Men Apocalypse? Like from the comic book to what is actually happening here? Because it looks like to me that they're just trying to give Jennifer Lawrence as much to do as they possibly can. It's not really from the, the comic most... at all. I think it's gonna it's gonna be like a hybrid of the animated yeah. series mm-hmm. and then whatever the fuck they whatever they want. So. Yeah, is that what you're? So that's what it kind of. Yeah, it's, like. it's following yeah. kind of like whatever Brian Singer and those other guys want to do. Like they're getting like the the broad strokes right. basically of Apocalypse that he was like the first mutant of ancient Egypt, right? Yeah. And then uh, Abin Sur, he'll eventually like trick a bunch of good mutants into being bad and that sort of shit. Yeah, and uh, I I think he he's a good choice for a villain. Uh, and who plays that part? Uh, it's what's his name from Star Wars, uh, who played Poe Dameron. Yes, um, uh, very really good actor, but I I can't recall his name. Oh, we have to know what his remember. name is. Yeah, his um, name was. Uh, it's on IMDb somewhere. Jerry Goldberg. Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. God, what a horrible movie that would be. Yeah, it was just Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell is Wolverine. Yes. And and Magneto. That's that's what we really need. Oh, it's Oscar Isaac, who uh-huh. is an absolute talent. If you saw Ex Machina, it's a phenomenon of a movie. The guy is just amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited about Wasn't that. Wasn't it Ex Machina? Isn't that how they always said it? That's how the nerds say it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure it was Ex Machina. That Deuce Ex Machina. They said Ex Machina. Deuce Ex Machina. Yeah. Is that the name of the movie that he yes. is in? Yes. It, I mean, it, no, it's not. It's Ex Machina. No, it's, it's pronounced Machina. Ex Machina was the yes. name of the movie? Yes. Deuce Ex Machina. Ah, yeah. you're an Ex Machina up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good one. I'm very good at Ooh, burn. Very good at burns. Um, Olivia Munn's in it. Uh, Michael Fassbender. It's, it's and how it's crazy it's is her Olivia career? Moon. Olivia Munn. Olivia Moon? Is that how you say it? M-U-N-N. It's kind of amazing because I watched her... 12 years ago, 13 years ago, on Attack of the Show every single day. And she was just like the female Mm co-host who was on for a while. And then uh, she takes off and you don't see her for a couple years. And all of a sudden... Like she's busting out at all kinds of crazy movies and TV shows, newsroom, and she's one of those people that I feel bad for not thinking she's hotter because apparently everyone else does. And I'm like, she's all right, but everyone else is just wild about her. Well, when, when she was on Attack of the Show, I was wild about her. Now I'm not okay. as wild about her. But okay, that makes yeah. sense. She Look, just, so she just got old by the time I noticed she was She might have hit the famous. wall by the time you saw her, yeah. Was like, when, okay. she was, she, when she did Attack of the Show, I mean, that's like 2000, 
you know, she'd been in a couple little movies. She was in Big Stand with Rob Schneider at some point, okay. uh, which was a, a you know a, a horrible pile of shit yeah. movie. And then, you know, and then she jumps to she does actual television for the first time, mm-hmm. which was a show called Greek. She was on a show. Mm-hmm. She did like four or five episodes of that show. Okay, she did well. And then um, she was on accidentally on purpose. And then I think her big break was back in 2010, which is not even that long ago, really. Mm-hmm. And it was Iron Man Two. Where she had like she was a an, nice a reporter, size, yeah, yeah. She had like a reporter role. She played Chess Roberts, and then the the one that was like the breakout where the, everyone. Mm-hmm. I literally was in the theater and I went, "Holy shit!" Olivia Munn's acting. It was the movie Date Night where she played the hostess at Claw. It oh. was like the restaurant, mm-hmm. and she played the hostess. And I'm telling you, that was the movie where everyone mm-hmm. was like, "Oh my god, she's like an actual she's actress. Really good. She's she's doing like a character. It wasn't just like some bullshit." And it was a really big movie too, because it was Tina Fey and Steve Carell, and they were mm-hmm. hilarious. It was a good movie. I just so, picture her like she used to do a bunch of stuff with drifting cars back then. They even had like mm-hmm. a drift car spinoff of Attack of the Show. Yeah, where like she would be out there and she's like on the track like. Ready, go, and she dropped the flag, and you're like, it's just like the hot girl who's there with the cars, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, she's like this huge star now. Yeah. What was that shitty Johnny Depp movie with the fucking mustache? Mordecai. Mordecai. Mordecai she yeah. was in that. Mordecai, That's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can't hear you because it's. Yeah. No, but come, come <laughs> over and <laughs> say it on the it. thing. Yeah. Come get in. get come over, over here, Rachel, walk and over say here. it into the mic. Come, you talk on it. Too late. You already. You already started it. talking. You, said you, it. Must you got participate. Now you have to here. do it. Just ta- talking to John's John's mic and explain what happened here. Uh, so tell us about Mordecai. Morde- Mordecai, the giant box office bomb. Mordecai. Mordecai cost a zillion dollars, and it was. I worked on it for like two days, and it was, the most gorgeous. It was like working on Great Gatsby. Like it mm-hmm. was the most gorgeous production design ever, and they spent a zillion dollars, and they're like, you know what? Let's just blow through union rules we'll just pay the penalties and ball out of control holy shit and it sucked but it was fun to watch what did you do in it i didn't do anything they call me and they're like hey um we might do this thing with jeff goldblum so i just literally sat around for. and they paid you to sit around for two days yeah that's a good yeah best kind of paycheck you can get yeah at this monstrous house that's like a mob job they like pay you to just do nothing yeah. Like it's a it's a money laundering yeah, thing. That's what it was. Sure. They're yeah. mo- money laundering through Rachel. Absolutely. That's what they did. <laughs> Mortigai. It was I would, super fun. I would believe that. That seems like that would make sense. Actually, I, you've you've done a, a lot of movies and worked on a lot of stuff that like where they call me and they're just like sit here and be titty rific. Yeah, <laughs> we may need you or not. Yeah, they're like, do we want to put a little spice? Do we need into a the scene? Yes, do we need a no. nipple? Can we add a nipple? <laughs> they need a nipple. Basically, what we do to Robbie here, right? Yes, basically, yeah. yeah. That, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that is where I found Robbie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing found, that. Yeah. What what movie did you find Robbie on? I found Robbie on Neighbors, and I saw him at our first fitting, and I was like, I'm keeping him. Mm-hmm. He's wow. coming with me. Yeah, just to give you an idea of what kind of flop Mordecai was. Uh, Mordecai was made for sixty million dollars. Production cost. Befo- production cost, not uh, no advertise advertising. Yeah, so that's uh, like one twenty after they're done with all the advertising yeah. and everything. Total, total, it made forty seven million. The trailer, seeing the trailer, you knew it was gonna fucking suck. Yeah. just from watching yeah. the trailer, it was <laughs> yeah. garbage. Yeah. And just in the trailer, that happens though. Sometimes it was you, insane you see how something. Much movie, how much money they spent, and that was the first time that I I saw like on the call sheet. Like, if you're extremely famous, they don't put your name on the call sheet. Really? It's yeah, so like Johnny Depp's name wasn't on there? No, neither was Gwyneth Paltrow's. 
Really? Yep, what fake just, name do they use for him? It's just their character name. Like, they just put their mm. character name twice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I know on trailers, when you see a trailer, like, outside of a movie set, they don't put the, the actor's name on it. Right. I always thought, that was, I thought, always thought like, oh, I'm going to walk up. My name's going to be on a trailer. Nope. No, on that, they had, um, they didn't ride to set in transpo vans like normal people. They all had Mercedes SUVs. Holy that crap. Took them, that took from them from base camp up the driveway. Oh. Who directed Mordecai? That, yeah. Someone who doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah, yeah no, no. Let's find, let's find that out because right. that actually is a quality person. You know what I mean? You can't blame the director. It's like who? They probably had a garbage script to begin with, yeah. and then yeah. if you're yeah. handed just, shit to film, yeah, you're, you're like, gonna end right, up with let's, shit. Let's execute nah, this. The director directors lose a lot of jobs after something like that happens. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it can be difficult. Uh, the last movie that the director David Cope uh, did was a movie called Mordecai. Uh, so he has not done a movie since then. What directly. did he do before that? Uh, before that, it was a movie called Premium Rush, if you are familiar with this a film. Giant a giant box office failure. Giant yeah. box office failure Levitt. about a guy who bicycles. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes, a guy who bicycles. Before that, it was one of my favorite movies, who I, I love, Ghost Town, with um, um, the uh, the phenomenal... Uh, uh, making it up. Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Ricky Gervais. And that didn't make any money either. Yeah, no, that was, that was a big failure as well. Failure. So he only makes bombs. He mm. makes a lot... He's only made a, directed a few movies. And they all, all lost bombed. money. Trigger, trigger Effects, Stir of Echoes, Secret Window with Johnny Depp. These well, are, I like these stir, are uh, the shit. first Stir of Echoes. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I think if you make a... Like Stir of Echoes is the movie he made back in '99. I think if you make a movie that's kind of a hit, that was a that was a hit. Was Kevin Bacon? Mm-hmm. If you make a hit oh, as a director, they'll you give get you like five or six. Yeah, yeah. Five or six, they'll yeah. go here you go. Here's another movie. Take another movie, and uh, and 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 then you if you fuck it up, you can go. Oh, it wasn't my fault. It right. was this. It was that. There's a string of people yeah. that yeah. you can connect the dots, but you, yeah, you exactly. run out of dots. But you know, he's he's used. It was Johnny Depp twice now. Right, yeah. secret uh, yeah. window. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, that was Johnny Depp. Yeah, that, that wasn't that the one where he was like at that weird, like a uh, little. I have to go write a book, and he's yeah. like hanging out and, and like murder my wife. And yeah. uh, John Turturro shows up, sort of as a creepy Amish dude or some shit. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you wrote my life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hollywood like is yeah. kind of amazing with that that job security thing. Like, you have one hit, and you can work for probably a good ten years, right. and then you got to bring a second one. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't yeah. do it, then, then you're done. Like, yeah. if you're done, though, you're yeah. done. Like, you don't get a second chance, like, ever. Yeah. Actors you get, get second up. chances all the time for a, forever and ever and yeah. ever, unless they do something like a what's boat trip. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, boat well, trip. It took until... It's he didn't come that. back until right now. The the OJ thing, Cuba Gooding Jr. is kind of back now. Yeah, but yes. you know what? Like, I think I think where uh, they really fuck up is, like, if they talk a ton of shit... Then it then it's a then it then it can be over. Oh, like, what's her yeah. name? Like, um, yeah. who's the, what's the actress from the famous uh, female actress from uh, the this is not this is forty. Uh, she was in the other Judd Apatow movie. Not Amy Mann. Leslie. Not Mann. Leslie Mann, uh-huh. but the other one that was in the no, one. No. Um, not the singer Amy. Knocked Mann. up. Yeah. The one from Knocked Up. The one from Knocked Up. Catherine Heigl. Catherine oh, Heigl. Yeah. yeah, she talked yeah. mad shit. God, did she talk? A she lot was a kid star too. What? She was in uh, My Uncle the Hero or whatever with Gerard Depardieu when she was like 14. Really? My Father the Hero, right? That's what it was oh called. Oh, my God. So she was like acting since then, Grey's Anatomy, big 
man, did things. she fuck up a bunch Grey's of stuff? And then she's she was in like, that... "Fuck Grey's Anatomy, I hate working on that." And then she yeah. was like, "Judd Apatow doesn't know comedy." Da, 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 da. Talked a bunch of shit about Apatow, who's a yeah. who's a genius, by the way. She should have sucked up to Judd Apatow. Shit. Judd Apatow's <laughs> the greatest director of all time. Yeah, the best comedy director ever. And and she's just you know ruining her career step by step and moment by moment. She's the she's almost as bad as you are, Matt. She's almost <laughs> as bad. Um, all right, look, we've got a we've got to wrap this thing up but before we do yeah, john yeah. tell us uh tell us a little metalocalypse uh a little fun story got got cocaine yeah. do, you, do you have any um, metalocalypse stories you could tell I us a, i got a bunch of fun ones tell um me a fun metalocalypse story well metalocalypse i worked on it for eight years i did four seasons i directed four seasons i actually designed and came up with the band death clock i designed fucking murder Wait, face it was four seasons in eight years it takes that yeah, long? it took two years a season wow. yeah roughly about a, a year and uh like uh, a year and eight months. Wow. wow. So is that hand animation on all that stuff then? Well, it's flash animation, but all the, it's a, it's a, all computerized mm-hmm. where you you know design these like kind of puppets in the computer, and then a bunch of uh, animators animate it in flash, mm-hmm. and then the backgrounds are all pa- painted and drawn and then painted in Photoshop. Okay. So it's a whole process, and it's it's a really fun process doing because then you could do all of the animation here in America. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to get shit. Doesn't have off. to go to South Korea or whatever, no. like The Simpsons or whatever. It's yeah. All so. It's a little more organic, and you can like do retakes really quick. You just walk up to somebody, and be like, "Hey, can you fix this hand?" Or you could do retakes in the in uh, you know both Tommy and Brennan. We'd get them in the booth all the time, or they, mm-hmm. they'd want to do, "Hey, I want to do a new scene." Or they, it just made everything a lot more organic. But uh, one of the stories I like to to talk about is like some of the characters and how they came up. You know how they were created. Yeah, it's like sure. Doctor Roxo was created by just you know a double beat in the script. There was like a magician. So we used to like put all the storyboards up on the wall and kind of like go through each of the, each of the, the scripts once they were all storyboarded and just yeah. kind of like see how they felt. We'd read them out loud and stuff. And then we stopped doing that after like eight episodes. We we're like, fuck that. It was like so much extra work. We're like, just let's just make an animatic and then do it once it's in the edit. Mm-hmm. Right. But when we first started doing it, it was like, we were just taking a lot more extra yeah. time, which was cool because we were finding our way. And there was like, it was Murderface's birthday, and uh, you know they were all gonna make fun of him. And was, what we, what, what would, you, what did we get them? It's like nothing, you know, for his birthday. And then he gets a, you know, a Lincoln car and <laughs> cries a blood tear, and it's a lot, really a lot of awesome. fun. And uh, awesome. and basically, but there was like this, uh, this like kind of like a clown that was like making little balloons for him. And then there was also a magician who was like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. But then it would cut away to Squisgar and, and Toki talking about like this is a sausage fest and this and that. And uh, it was felt like it was like a double beat. It was like, why are we cu- cutting, keep cutting back to Murderface and this? Now we have a clown. Now we have a magician. We were like, why not combine the characters? And uh, it was me and Chris P and Brendan and Tommy and the storyboard artist Mark Brooks. And all of us were just kind of throwing stuff out. Like, what if he was like a rock and roll clown? Yeah, what if he was like, call him Roxo? And then someone else yelled, Dr. Roxo. And, and Tommy yelled, I do cocaine. So it was like instantly like <laughs> this shit. rock and roll clown was, you know, born and we we're like they make him look like you know like like david lee roth you know with the <laughs> fucking shitty you know like cop hat and so it was really fun just it was like an organic process and a lot of the scripts and stuff kind of were born of that like kind of organic process like i'd say probably the first season and a half had that kind of like real raw creativity 
And it was a lot of fun to do. I loved I loved doing Metalocalypse. I almost like feel ashamed of getting paid to do it because it was so much fun. It mm -hmm. was like a dream job. I could do whatever I wanted because it was mm -hmm. like Adult Swim just gave us 20 episodes. Like I had created the characters with Brendan and Tommy and then I did a little music video and then Tommy and Brendan would kind of play that music video at South by Southwest and they did a few shows and then Adult Swim was like, we're going to buy it and we're going to, and it took like six months to do the music contract, Holy but then shit. they just ordered 20 episodes. So it was kind of like, we got to do whatever the fuck we wanted. It was like, that's and it, so great. cool. Yeah. And it was, it was insane because usually you have to do a pilot and then right. you have to fix that pilot. And then usually the first and the second episodes aren't like what the fifth and the eighth episode are going to be. Cause you're finding the characters voices and you're doing all this stuff. So it was kind of, we could go back a little bit and fix certain things once we've like, you know, cause we weren't delivering the show until I remember our first episode aired and we were already on episode like 12. Wow. That's how much of a head start oh we God. had. Wow. Like when That's it outrageous. aired in 2006, we like I had just finished fan the fan day one where we just introduced Face Bones, who then became a regular character. So we, we keep introducing all these characters, and you never know which ones are going to stick either. Like right. uh, Nubbler died in episode two, but at the very end in the newspapers in the credits, I would like slam a bunch of shit in there, and I gave him robot eyes, like. So I made him survive. So he could make him oh, come shit. back. Well, so he we, could bring him back if you well, wanted. Well, it wasn't even intentional. I was like, ah, I just I was like coming up with fucked up shit to be in the newspaper, and I was like, ah, they saved that shitty record producer. And then I just chucked him <laughs> into episode six in the in the the court scene where he's like, <laughs> like laughing mm -hmm. in the background. And then it was like, well, he's fucking still alive. Let's bring Nubbler back. And then he became like a ongoing character in the wow, series. Wow, that's very amazing. Weird, very weird, just happy in, uh, accidents. You know, know, when we were doing Big Time Rush, um, the, 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 they we, killed we Gustavo shut. in yes. episode three. <laughs> <laughs> Brought his ass back. And then he was zombie us. Gustavo yeah. in episode five through seven. Exactly. <laughs> we shot like most of the first season without it airing. And there was no expectations on how good it was going to do. So we just fucked around and like had a great time and, you know, improv a lot and screwed around a lot. And then the show aired and we had developed all these really weird ticks and strange <laughs> things with our characters. And uh, and they just it was working. So they just kind of let us write do it. it. In. That's so and great. then like about like three seasons in is kind of when they started kind of pulling the reins back. Yeah. A little bit well, that happened like, with us, right, too. All right, all right. Like we could get away with. I was always amazed at how much I would leave like open cocks, just like people like fucking naked. <laughs> so that oh adults would be like you can't have that penis in there I was like oh we'll get to it and I would just leave that so that I could get you other could extreme something violence out to have to go through yeah. like the head peeling that that's okay but the cock you gotta get get rid of murder face's dick and it would be extra ugly and like be like you know and it's like <laughs> it's like oh yeah we're definitely gonna get rid of that in the next edit and we'd send that next edit and it's still there that's so it was amazing. Like, it was fun. You found fun ways to fuck with the S and P people, and like you know, just like especially any kind of any kind of nudity, uh, they oh, would freak God. out about. So any sex yeah. scenes or anything, like. But if you wanted to have incredible gore, like just somebody's <laughs> face being peeled off the skin, yeah, that they didn't have any problems with that because they were like, just make sure that you don't have the the woman having sex with that guy. You were like, all right, we're make sure you don't see her out. nipple. You can peel her face off her skull, but yeah. don't show her nipple. It was very Jeez, very please. weird, but we got away with so much. I'm very so proud of how much half we of a Guar concert. Yeah, we got away with incredible amounts of extreme gore and horror. You know. <laughs> I'm very happy. You know, it's uh, my favorite thing about working on this nighttime show. It not, I mean, doing the podcast is super, super cool, and we get to sit down with uh, guys like you, Schnepp, and talk about you know your career and talk about you know just you know talk about like the cool shit that we talk about when we're not on the right. show. You know, um, but doing one of the things I love doing about the live show is that we're still developing, we're still working it out, and and coming up with new and weird ideas. And uh, Mike and me and Matt and Robbie and 
Rachel, all of us were here last night at the club. And we were all talking and uh, and kind of decided that we're going to do a, a, a night of our show where we sell the show to the Japanese. So the entire show, like all the voiceover for the show will be in Japanese. Nice. We'll have a Japanese guy, an old Japanese guy nearby the stage, like yelling shit at us. And then we'll do Japanese game show shit oh, with everyone. Great. and And like... And just make it, you know, have make it as extreme as we possibly can make it. Like change the signs so the sign is in Japanese, and the and it's it's like super fun, awesome blue jeans <laughs> comedy night show yeah. tonight. I think the audience is gonna appreciate you telling them all of this rather than showing it. To no, them. no, yeah. and you know, well, this isn't gonna air for a while, so we'll get it. We'll get it before they get. We're to gonna see do it. this disappearing bird trick where we put a bird in a contraption that seems like it's disappearing. Right. <laughs> no, I know, but like every time we, every time we come up with some sort of weird thing, and we're like, oh, we're gonna do this. It just gets. It's like we get further down the rabbit hole, and we keep pushing and pushing and trying to make shit more. That's where the best stuff comes from. Until yeah, we get to Thunderdome. Yes, <laughs> you're the second person to bring up Thunderdome yep. today on this podcast. It's in the air, Thunderdome and beyond. All right, yes. look, we've got to we got to wrap this thing up. Um, but uh, I, I, there is one last thing I'd like to do. Is that cool? We have time. I want to do. There's one last thing I want to do. It's um, it's a kind of a tradition that we've started here on the show where uh, we take box office poison uh, movies that were absolute box office poison, and uh, we recast them. and And it's called um, box office poison recasts. Box office poison. All right, here we go. Uh, this is uh, the movie Green Lantern, which starred Ryan Reynolds, which you made me go watch with you. I did make you go see it, um, and we're gonna we're gonna recast it. Fucker. We're gonna recast it with uh, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, uh, playing uh, played by Tracy Morgan, <laughs> and I believe uh, as Guardian. Uh, who, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. So here we go. This is Green Lantern, uh, Tracy Morgan, and Nick Nolte. I know that humans aren't as strong as other species or the smartest. We're young. We got a lot of shit to learn. We are, but we are worth saving. <sighs> this new weapon of yours, you can't use it. Once you cross that line... Once you give it into the fear, you never gonna go back. I seen it. Look, I know what you're afraid of. <sighs> you dare accuse the guardians of feeling fear? You crazy, son. You are crazy. Yeah, mm. I do. Okay, mm. and that is exactly why the parallax is gonna beat your ass. <sighs> because you are afraid of even admitting that you are afraid. Oh. I'm afraid of a T-Rex. Try to fuck my wife. That is hilarious. <laughs> Your words are compelling, young human, but as immortals, we must measure our actions just like billions of Hulk dogs and the fates of the fucking universe. <laughs> we simply can't risk looking over everything on the chance you might be right. Then don't. Don't risk that for, for nobody, okay? Just mine. <laughs> Let me fight in my world. I'll show you that we are stronger than fear. Huh. There's no way that you could succeed. You will die out, Jordan. 
That's okay. I will die trying. <laughs> then you definitely tried dying with my Hulk dogs and me. <laughs> Green Lantern, everybody. That's right. I feel, I feel like that was somewhat of a success and wow. also... Well. Somewhat of a failure. That's one way of looking. At it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we said. What Depends can you do on with how you define script? success. Yeah. Where is the giant cloud? That's all I want to know. Yeah. Oh, and who's God. playing it? Giant Some purple cloud. Of giant purple. Or giant cloud. yellow cloud. Yeah. <laughs> there was. The Fantastic uh, Four fought a giant purple, purple cloud. cloud. And, uh, Green Lantern fought a giant, giant shit cloud. cloud. Yeah, yeah, yellow brown cloud. <laughs> I fight a brown cloud every night. <laughs> I hope the X-Men Apocalypse are not fighting like a swirly <laughs> rainbow. Blue cloud. Yeah, it looks <laughs> more like a swirly rainbow, rainbow crowd. What if it's, it's a like swirly <laughs> cloud that has sharks in it? Then maybe I might like it. X-Men uh, Sharknado. There mm-hmm. we go. I'm into that. Um, all right, Mike Black, where can they find you on the Interfucks? Uh, at Mike Black Attack for all social media. Yes! What about you, John Schnoops? You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Schnepp. You can find my film, The Death of Superman Lives What Happened, by going to tdoslwh.com. And you can check out Kickstarter for my new Sweaties Unite Rise of the Uber Nerd comic book movie. Pitch in some money and get your name in the credits. Whoa! Is that how Kickstarter works? Yep. I had no idea. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Matt Walker? Uh, You can find me. I'm the uh, moderator of the Judd Apatow subreddit uh, on Reddit, (laughs) where I post nice things about him all the time. And uh, you can find me at funnymat.com for all my assholery. Yeah. (laughs) Or uh, at... uh, MattWalkerSucks.com. MattWalkerSucks.com, which may be more appropriate today. Um, Of course, you can find uh, Robbie. Robbie, chime in. uh, Use uh, Matt's mic and cuddle with him, would you? Okay. Would you cuddle with him? Of course, yeah. Anything for you, Matt. Matt, where can they find you, Robbie? They can find me at Robbie Carlisle, uh, Carlisle, C-A-R-L-Y-S-L-E. You can check me out on Facebook or Twitter, or you can see me at the nighttime show. Yeah, nighttime show, always, every month. Go to improv.com and uh, check out the Hollywood schedule to see when the next nighttime show is. It's once a month. It's usually like the second or third weekend of the month. Um, Robbie, real quick question. Um, grower or shower? Am I a grower or do I prefer? What shower? do you prefer? Like on my guys? Or yeah, on your guys. I, like it would be great if they were both. Like a, a grower of <laughs> marijuana that shows me his penis. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite joke of the whole night. Uh, guys, I'm Stephen Glickman. You can get me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman. Uh, go to Funny Guy from TV on YouTube, and you can watch clips from the nighttime show. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave reviews. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And thanks for being here, Schneps. I, Yo. I love you, buddy. Yeah. Happy birthday, Glickman. Happy 50th birthday. Oh, 50 years. 50.